0: You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, episode 70. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, president of Advisor Solutions. Are you looking for a good book to help you get to the next level in your business? Well, let me suggest my latest book. It's called Advisor Life, a business coach's collection of short stories with tools, techniques, and transformational moments. You see, most books in the financial services industry focus on one facet of the business, such as time management, prospecting, or sales. Or maybe just one topic, such as how to get referrals. But this book is unique. It's a combination of short stories that I personally experienced with my clients over the course of the last decade of coaching on a wide range of topics. And they're all neatly packaged in three categories tools, techniques, and transformational moments. Now, don't get me wrong, the decade that I was referring to was just the decade in between my first book and my second book. I've actually been in the financial services industry for 30 years, and I've been coaching financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers since 2004. So, as of this podcast, I've actually been coaching for 19 years. after I finished my first book in 2011, I didn't think there was anything left to say. But I was wrong. There was a lot to say. That's why I wrote this book. So if you're interested in hearing more about my latest book, Advisor Life, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to hear about my latest book? Because if you can understand the backstory about the book, how I wrote it, and why it can help you, you might just pick up a copy and read what other advisors and agents have done to get to the next level. So what we're going to cover are three things in this podcast. First, the story behind writing the book, so that you understand how advisor life evolved. Second, what I learned, so that you understand what I got out of writing the book and what you might get out of reading it. And third, the next chapter, so that you know how to get the book and what I'm planning to do next. So if you've ever wondered how an author writes a book, well, that is what we're going to talk about next. (music) The story behind writing the book. The interesting thing about writing a book is that it never really turns out the way that you think it will. You can have all the planning, rough drafts, rewrites, edits, that you expected, but somewhere along the way, it inevitably, organically, evolves into a finished product that varies from the original framework. And one of the strangest things about writing my book, my latest book, Advisor Life, is that I never really set out to write it. It's as if I was preparing to write the book for a decade and didn't even know it. Here's what I mean. Step 1. How Advisor Life Evolved So years ago, I was asked to be a contributing author for the Financial Planning Association, the FPA. And I contributed blogs for a decade. I would write one blog a month, and typically, I would get my ideas from my clients. The clients would have a challenge, we'd talk about the solution, they'd go out and apply it, and I wrote a story around it. And those solutions were really basically in the form of tools and techniques. I was designing new tools all the time, <laughs> developing new techniques. And they were going out and applying it, and it was working, and it still does today. And the stories that I was writing really mapped out like this. I would explain a common challenge. Most likely, the reader, hopefully, could relate to that because they've gone through the challenge or are going through the challenge. And... Then I would explain the steps for the solution or the technique. As I introduced the steps, I would introduce an advisor or an agent that actually had gone through the challenge. And each step would be an example of what they did to take the next step to get through to finally get to the solution, to not have the challenge anymore. So what you'd hear is the step, and then you'd hear the story of taking that step. In addition, I would also write stories about transformational moments, that aha moment. That you get, or that my clients get, when my clients have a complete change in their business and they get the success that they wanted. And as the years rolled on, I accumulated a lot of stories. And it dawned on me one day that these stories were all kind of a chicken soup for the soul book. So if you're a fan of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series, which consists of inspirational true stories about ordinary people's lives, you're going to love advisor life. But as I was writing these stories, I wasn't sure how they could fit together. Now, don't get me wrong, this isn't my first book. I wrote a 473-page book called 101 Advisor Solutions, a financial advisor's guide to strategies that educate, motivate, and inspire. But this book was different. It was like dumping out a bunch of puzzle pieces on a table and asking yourself, how do they fit together? Or worse yet, Do they even fit together? So more years went by, and I accumulated more stories, and eventually I had a hundred (laughs) stories. But I was still faced with the big challenge of, how do they fit together? Until one day, I mentioned to my editor, Melissa Denham, who's the owner of a a company called The Word Muse, check her out on the web, www.thewordmuse.com. And back then, it dawned on me, in that conversation, it seemed to me that they fit together under three categories. Tools, techniques, and transformational moments. And at this point, I knew what I needed to do. I needed to write a book. Or maybe I had a book written. <laughs> we needed to put those stories into categories. But that wasn't enough. We first needed to figure out, well, what order would the categories go in? So, I thought about it, and I thought, tools? Tools seem to be the, a great first step, because if you have the right tools, you can get the job done. Techniques. Techniques seemed to surprise me most, because it turned out that they were the biggest part of the book. Sixty stories were under techniques. Transformational moments. Transformational moments was a great ending, because it's success stories. Success stories after success stories about real lasting change or transformational moments. So once we had all of them in categories, Melissa had a great question. She said, how do you think you want to have these arranged? I had no idea. In fact, I hadn't even thought about it. So I created an Excel spreadsheet and I titled it Advisor Life Book Segmentation Worksheet. And that was how the birth of writing this book happened. So then, I went to the next step. Step 2. How the book started to take shape. Okay, so now I had an Excel spreadsheet and a title. (laughs) But I didn't even know what tabs I needed to put on it, much less how it would help. I just knew I needed to arrange all of these stories together. And get this, as I mapped out the notes for this podcast, I found the book segmentation worksheet, and it was dated... April 21st, 2021. That's two years and five months as of this recording ago. And you'll understand why in just a second, why it took so long. So I created the to-do tab because I thought this is a great way to get an idea of what needs to get done. Then I made a separate tab for each of the categories, tools, techniques, and transformational moments. Next. I needed to title the columns. So I went with this for the titles. The story number. So I could see how many stories I had in each category. That helped out a lot because we were pretty heavy in some categories and lighter in others. Then the title of the story. So I could basically keep the story straight. You see, I wrote those stories for a long time. And then notes. So I could add additional notes on here about additional copy that I needed to write. Or maybe take copy out. <laughs> these blogs, these stories were just the bare bones. It's kind of like, you know, framing out a house. And then you put on the drywall. You paint the drywall. You add the, the blinds and the and the carpet and so on. So this was just the basis of it. Then the next category, business facet. This helped out. The business facet, I, I put that down so I could at least have a couple of stories that were, let's say, in the same business facet, like time management, but I didn't want to have all the time management stories together, because that would be a little too much. Pages. Pages helped, because I wanted to make sure that we had enough stories that were were not too long, and also condense the stories that seemed like they weren't long enough, so I needed to add more copy. Then tool or technique, which would help me to help rearrange the list, because I wanted to get the right types of tools next to each other. And then, new structure, so that I could know where I would move the story if I needed to move it so it could fit perfectly, kinda like the right puzzle piece. And finally, the done column, that was my favorite, so that I could see the progress and mark it off done. And then, I went to the next step. Step three, the 30,000 foot view. Okay, so now I had the idea for the book. I had the stories, or at least I thought I had the stories, but later I realized I needed to add a lot of copy. And that was okay. And we were adding new stories every month. And get this. I had the Advisor Life Segmentation Worksheet that all the stories were categorized, so I felt like I had some progress. Here's what I didn't have. I didn't have it done. Instead, I had a lot to do. More than I realized, actually. In addition... I was still having five hours, and still do today, of individual and group coaching sessions a day. So I was really working on this book at night or on weekends. But little by little, I worked on reading the stories, arranging the stories, with the help of my editor, Melissa Denham, writing and rewriting the stories, adding copy, taking out copy, adding new stories, discussing each story with Melissa to explain or to get her opinion on why it would fit if it did, and whether or not we even wanted to keep the story in the book. And, all the while, another year goes by. But the great thing about this method of arranging everything in the Advisor Life Segmentation Worksheet was, I could see it. I could see it before the book was arranged. It was like having a thousand-piece puzzle and looking at the picture on the box to understand that it's, this is what it's going to look like when I'm done. So, We went to the next step. Step four, creating the details. This is where it gets interesting. Very interesting to me, anyway. While working on the segmentation worksheet, we were putting together the stories in one document, and that's where we were actually creating the book. The book that you hopefully will get. But we were missing something. We were missing the details. And here's what I mean. So we had the stories, good. We had the stories arranged, or we were working on it, which was good. But what we didn't have was a great way to introduce the chapters, to kind of fit it all together, so that you would understand how the stories fit together under the categories of tools, techniques, and transformational moments. I had been through this before. This wasn't my first book. In fact, when writing 101 Advisor Solutions, we had a similar challenge. So I started working on the chapter introductions. Melissa had the idea. (laughs) I had mentioned several times that this is one big puzzle, and each story is just like a puzzle piece. So she suggested that I add that theme throughout the whole book. It just made sense. You see, think of it this way. The challenges that you have are kind of like puzzle pieces. And when you put all those pieces together, with the solutions that is, the Business just seems to fit, seems to look like the picture on the box or your business vision. In the meantime, I decided to launch the Advisor Solutions podcast. Believe me, it takes a lot of time to write, record, edit, and post podcasts each week, much less 70 weeks to get 70 episodes worth of podcasts. And I remember in April 2022 when I launched the podcast, Melissa asked when I wanted to be done with the book. I didn't hesitate. I said, let's, let's start working on formatting the book by the 4th of July. But life has a way of throwing off your plans. And that's exactly what happened when we went to the next step. Step 5. The Finishing Touches Well, the 4th of July came and went. I was still finishing up on what I thought were the finishing touches such as the chapter introduction, the introduction of the book, the final chapter, which is a summary that I titled Putting the Last Puzzle Piece into Place. I thought that was kind of catchy. <laughs> the Afterwards page, the Acknowledgement page, the Preface page, in which I typically add a date at the end of the Preface page, like I did with the first book. And this time, I decided to, to add my dad's 85th birthday, June 6th. 2022, since I wrote it right around that time, and I knew he'd get a kick out of it. And of course, the dedication page, which I think was one of the last pages that I wrote. I dedicated the book to my parents, and since they gave me life, dedicating the book called Advisor Life seemed only fitting. When I told my dad I was dedicating the book to him and my mom, he was excited, but then he paused and he said, Just put your mom's name on it. She'll like that. That's the kind of man my dad is. Or was. You see, on August 1st, 2022, we found out that my father had stage 4 cancer. Now, the doctor announced that that he had it that day. And he told us and my father that he had 3 to 6 months to live. And... I turned to him at that point, and I said, Is there anything that you've always wanted to do? he thought about it for a moment, and he said, I never got to Ireland. I always wanted to, but I never did. And, just like that, the Finleys went to Ireland. Step 6. The Last Chapter We boarded the plane to Ireland on September 11th. That day will always have a different meaning for me than it probably does for you. To me, it means that I got a chance to spend a little time with my dad, and my dad got a chance to accomplish a lifelong goal. And we had fun that week. (laughs) He even said that he forgot he was sick. And after a week in Ireland, we returned home, and unfortunately, out of the seven of us, my parents, my four siblings, and I, many of us got COVID. We all recovered, but I know it took a lot out of him. And, eventually, on November 3rd, 2022, my father passed away, at home, surrounded by his children. And I changed the date on the preface to November 3rd, 2022. I had put the book on hold for three months during that time, and I'm glad I did and i'm not sure i'm not sure i did much for the rest of that year that last month and into the spring of 2023 it's all a blur at this point but i do know that i got back into the book and this last chapter trying to finish everything up was not easy and if you've ever tried to write a book or if you ever do write a book you're going to run into this challenge at the at the end it's about formatting and the cover design and there's two ways to overcome this challenge First, you could do it yourself and run the risk of not doing it right. Or second, you could hire someone out. I chose to hire someone out. This was a long process that lasted the entire summer, the summer of 2023. And since I knew what the cover might look like, I designed some of the ideas for the graphic artist to get a feel for what I was really looking for. And I wanted the cover to have the same brand as Advisor Solutions and my first book, 101 Advisor Solutions. So I used the same colors and the same type of layout and the same font. So now the fonts, this font size, the placement, and obviously the graphics on the cover were all things that took time. We had 21 different versions of the cover. It was crazy. They were slightly different, but eventually we came down to the one that we liked. And as we were trying to find the the right graphic, Melissa, my editor, Melissa Denham, had a great suggestion that it needed to be the last puzzle piece fitting into the puzzle. She was right. And the graphic artist found the perfect image. So when you look at the book, that's why it's there. So let me tell you about formatting. Formatting. Once the cover was done, it was time to make sure that we had the book formatted properly. This is not easy. I've been through this twice now, and both books are are large. You know, the first book is 473 pages, and this book, I think the page count is somewhere around 413 or 415. I'm not sure. It's a difficult task, and it's not for everyone. Believe me, it's tedious. It took six months with my first book when we were trying to figure out, really, how to format it. And we were working with a, a, uh, a company that was doing the formatting, but unfortunately, the communication was only via email. It was terrible. We had an Excel spreadsheet with 100-plus ideas that needed to be formatted after the formatter sent us the manuscript. So I knew I didn't want to go through that again. This book was not easy either. We received the formatted version and noticed that some of the things some little things anyway, were wrong. We'd send notes back to the formatter and new things would be wrong that weren't wrong the first time. And after three rounds of revisions, we requested the Word document to finish it up. Finish it up ourselves. (laughs) So let's talk about the book. Producing the book. Now, self-publishing is the most common way, obviously, to publish these days. And Amazon has its own publishing arm, which you probably know about. Amazon KDP. It stands for Kindle Direct Publishing. I watched several YouTube videos on this to understand how to even set it up. I opened up an account, and then, I think it was in June or July, I got the ISBN number. It stands for International Standard Book Number. It's a 13-digit book number that uniquely identifies your book from other books. So we needed to get the ISBN number before the graphic artist finished the book cover. Also, I needed to create two versions of the book, the hardcover and the softcover, with two different ISBN numbers, and a third version, the Kindle version, or the ebook, which will be coming out as well. Unfortunately, we got a little ahead of ourselves because the next step was to upload the manuscript which hadn't been formatted completely when I opened up the, the accounts at KDP. But again, I needed the ISBN numbers so so that the book cover would be done. And After all that, the book, Advisor Life, a business coach's collection of short stories with tools, techniques, and transformational moments, went from a thought to reality. What I Learned Well, I hope I didn't scare you away from writing a book, and I'm sure you're wondering by now, does every author go through this this exact same way? The answer is no. In fact, I'm pretty confident that most authors don't write a book this way. I've got two clients right now that both published a book this year, and I'm pretty confident they didn't go through the same process. But somewhere along the way, when you write a book, you learn a lot, and you don't even realize that you learned it. Let me share with you five things that I learned on this journey as I wrote this book. So let's jump in. Number one, a book is your baby. Unfortunately, I don't have any children, but I've got 13 nieces and nephews, and I've got nine great nieces and nephews that I love dearly. And when you write a book, your book is your baby. It's yours. You created it. So don't let anybody tell you how to raise your child or how to write your book. If you write a book, make it your own. Sure, you can take recommendations from other people, but... It's your baby. So have fun. Number two, no two books are alike. I was actually under the misconception that this book would be written the exact same way as the first one was. While there are some similarities, it wasn't the same. See, the book, the first book, took two years to write. In fact, it's, it was a lot. It was, it's 473 pages that I only worked on at night. (laughs) I don't know why, but I'm a night owl, and I guess because I am a night owl, I feel that I'm more more creative at night. So I'd only write when it was dark outside. But this book was different. This book was, was a lot of work, don't get me wrong, but this book was in the works well before I even knew it. And just as you wouldn't want all of your children to be exactly alike, so too are the books that you write, if you decide to write books. They most likely will be unique. Each one will have their own place. Number three, a book is organic. All the planning in the world will not prepare you for what will happen. Change. That change will occur as you write the book. See, the original thought is never the same as the finished product. So be open to whatever will organically be created. You'll be glad you did. And what's surprising about that is when you hear different suggestions from different people and the book organically evolves, it actually turns out to be a much better finished product, I think anyway. And hopefully if you write a book, it will be for you too. Number four, life doesn't wait while you write a book. When I started the book, I had no idea that it would take this long. That it would take a couple of years, much less that I would create a podcast and now do 70 episodes (laughs) and have people in 20 different countries listening to those. So, if you're in Russia or Brazil or wherever, and you're listening to this, Australia and so on, I hope you get the book. And more importantly, I didn't realize that I was going to lose one of my best friends, my dad. Life doesn't wait while you're writing a book. And that's why you still need to live your life, regardless of what you're creating. So don't put a time limit on your book if you decide to write one. Number five, your book doesn't define who you are. So I have a bucket list from 1997, when I was 30 years old. And at the time, many of the things that I wrote on there were just a wish list. As you can guess, writing a book was on there. It was one of those things that I wanted to get done. In fact, I didn't even dream of writing two books, each being over 400 pages, but I did. And I'm not done. The point is that although you can can call yourself an author if you want to, if you write a book, you're still you, regardless. So don't look at writing a book as defining your entire identity, more to you than just a book. That's one accomplishment. And hopefully, it's an accomplishment that you'll do too. The next chapter. I said that we covered three things in this podcast. First, the story behind writing the book. Check, we did that. Second, what I learned. Check, we did that too. Now, what we're going to talk about is the next chapter so that you know how to get the book and what I'm planning to do next. So there's a couple of things that I'd like to, to share with you that are in the works. Currently, I'm considering turning Advisor Life, the book, into an audio book. But I need your thoughts. If this is something that you're interested in, email me at dan at com. Let me know. Let me know if you listen to audio books and if you'd like this, to, this book to be on audio. Now, the reason I want your opinion is because that might take me a year or two to record 400 plus pages. And if this is something that enough people are interested in, I'll do it. Next, I'm in the process of mapping out notes for the next book. I know, I went on the record and said it. It's most likely going to be called The Advisor's Evolution, From Rookie to Retirement. Like I said, a book is organic and titles are no exception. So, Who knows? It might change. Also, I wanted to make sure that you know how to get Advisor Life, the book. And the quickest way to do that is simply to to go to Amazon and search for the title. You'll find it. It'll be there. Finally, I wanted to thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. I know I say that at the end of every podcast, but this episode was a little bit different today to tell you the story about Advisor Life. It's been fun to share this journey with you. My hope is that you enjoy the book, that you buy it, that you read it. And my wish is that you digest the stories in the pages of the book to become inspired, to take action, so that you too can live your best life, the advisor life. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's Dan at Inc.com Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time.